This episode of The Chris Johnston Show is brought to you by Sports Interaction. Sports Interaction is your homegrown sports book where local takes on an entirely different meaning, focusing on the teams, games, and players that matter to you. Sports Interaction is on the ground, on top of all the local trends, and offering prop bets that you'd never even imagine existed, from same-game parlays to a best-in-class casino featuring thousands of games and live 24-7 dealers. And now introducing The Locker Room, the first of its kind in Canada, a live watch party for the biggest games of the week. Sports Interaction, your homegrown sportsbook. Go to sportsinteraction.com slash SDPN to open an account. Bet local. 19 plus. Please play responsibly. And if you have questions or concerns about gambling or the gambling of someone close to you, please go to connexontario.ca. Uh, I know that some in our audience know the finer points of hockey. The Chris Johnston Show. We are your friends. The biggest stories bringing you inside the game. What did you hear? Powered by Sports Interaction, your homegrown sportsbook. Always remember to bet local. Here's Chris with your host, Julian McKenzie. Part of the game. CJ, we're just doing an Ask CJ episode uh, today. Um, we, we will get to sports interaction in a second, but the first question I have to ask you is, what is up with your hat? Why are you wearing a long stocking on your head? What is it, this? It's a large... Sorry, I'll lean into the microphone. I know there's been some complaints. Whoa! Whoa! Hey, hey, hey! Let's, don't poke the bear! Don't poke the bear! <laughs> don't do it! You know, I'm still in the Christmas frame of mind, my friend. So I got I got another holiday hat here. Are you gonna Are you gonna take shots at, at other haters in, in this moment? Or are you just gonna be festive? No, I'm festive. I, no, I'm just saying. I know I've <laughs> I've read the comments. Some people think that it's too quiet. Don't read the, don't read the comments, please. <laughs> I mean, frankly, I feel like that comment's more directed at producer Nick than you or I. So whoa, 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 whoa! That's like a rocket right by the producer's computer. Dial it back to Christmas spirit. Tell me more <laughs> about your hat, please. Well, I mean, it's just a red and white and green stocking cap. Dude, that is a dude. You could live in that. You could sleep in that hat. I might have to. You're short enough. You could fit in that. Yeah. Just still feeling the spirit around here, my friend. Like, it's a very much like a short king kind of hat. Like, like, seriously, where'd you get this hat? This is like a long ass, like striped, like. Nah, bro, you got to tell me about this hat. This is My ridiculous. Christmas collection knows no bounds. Like, we could do a dozen. Christmas collection? We could do a dozen Christmas shows, and I would have something different to wear. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if we could get to a dozen, but uh, there's definitely a handful we could definitely get to. I'm just saying, uh, my closet has a lot of wonders. I like a good party store, holiday store. Pick up these hats when you can. Do you have, like, reindeer? Um, oh, yeah. Antlers? What, what's antlers? That's the word I was looking for. My brain yeah. just short circuited. Whatever, whatever we do the next episode, I'll wear the antlers. Okay, we can have the antlers. Um, before I get to break here, again, we're gonna do ask CJ questions. Can I ask one off the top here? Yeah. Do you have any questions? I have Shoot. a question. You're a big pizza guy, particularly from Pizza Pizza. I would love to know your top five favorite pizza toppings. Ooh. How many of these can be meat-based? And as many as you'd like. You have up to five. And there are they all going on the same pizza? They could if you want. Uh, just have to order them. It's five important to one. set the parameters when you're going to ask a <laughs> such an important question, Julian. I mean, that's very fair, but like it's not as rigid as you might think it is. Okay. 
Pizza Pizza. Okay. I'm going with the I'm going with the the heart and soul of the Canadian A pizza. So that would include some bacon crumble, probably as my first overall draft pick. Wow. Okay. All right. That's that's big. From Pizza Pizza specifically. I mean, I realize because yes. there's other places, but like from there, this is my favorite. And then yes. pepperoni would be second. Okay. And then mushroom would be third. And, and that is what makes up the Canadian A. But because I get two bonus toppings. Yes. I'm probably adding green pepper. I think green pepper yep. is, is an elite pizza topping. It is an elite pizza topping. Give me number five. I don't know where to go with five. Like I'm thinking something that I know you're going to crucify me if I say it. I, you know what? I, I'm ready for it. Just bring it. Onion. I will not crucify you for onion. I okay. thought you were going to say pineapple. No, no, no. I, I actually don't mind a Hawaiian slice either, but I'm not throwing random pineapple on that pie. I don't want pineapple on my green pepper. You know what I mean? Like, there's just certain things I'm not trying to put together. I would eat no. a Hawaiian slice, though. Like, I don't order Hawaiian pizza ever. But if I came to your house and you had some, I, I'd eat a slice. Like, I don't I don't mind it, but I don't. My buddy James Watt, who is also, he lives out in Calgary. He actually lives in Calgary. I grew up with James. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he is a huge pizza pizza fan as well. Like, literally, when he flies back to Ontario to see family or friends or whatever, like, his first stop is usually pizza pizza. And his last stop before going to the airport is also pizza pizza because pizza, pizza. he can't get it out there. And that, that pizza 73 stuff that I know it's the same company, not the same pizza. It's anyway. not that it's not that good. Pizza 73 is not that good. Anyway, this is a long meandering story, but I lived with James uh, in university days, a couple of years, and he would, he would always order Hawaiian. He, he loves a Hawaiian pizza. So I'm not a Hawaiian guy at all. The one other question I have about James was James part of your flora and fauna episode. Yes. For those who for those who remember, he, he that. was not a main character in that one, but he was he was among the the group. Okay, now for those who don't know what we're talking about, you probably need to go back into the archives of the CJ show to figure that. We're one not out. going back into that. I can't believe I ever told that story in public. That's one of the greatest CJ show moments, as far as I'm concerned. That was the first time we ever did a live show together, and you just told that story. I know. <laughs> have I have I gotten like? More like serious in the in the days since. Like, am I? I'm, I'm not just telling all the embarrassing stories where I'm doing something stupid. Uh, uh I mean, you are wearing a, a silly ass hat on the show. I wouldn't say you've gotten more serious. Okay, good. No, I don't want to think also, that I've that I've changed too much. You know? No, I don't think so. I feel you've <laughs> save old CJ. <laughs> Let's just get to break. I like a then, good uh... prop. I like a good prop. It probably, this probably does not translate well for the the audio only audience, but uh, you saying prop translates over to segue to sports interaction for what it's worth. Yeah, that's the only you get the the floor for Ask CJ, and you only have best pizza toppings, top five. You gotta have another question. You, you want another question? Yeah, I mean, I mean, the only other on. question I have, I don't think you're qualified. Or not qualified. I don't feel you're able to answer it. Because that's not that's not your type of stuff to talk about. What like the the best five right wingers born between nineteen eighty four and nineteen eighty six? Do you have a top five for that? No, but I, I that's a were, very specific. <laughs> that's, I was worried that you were going to ask that kind of specific question that I haven't researched for. That's all. No, I, I would have asked like top five rappers dead or alive. But like, we, like we talk hockey all the time. So like, why would I want to ask you like, okay, give me your five favorite players from this era. Like, like we're, we'll, we'll yeah. have hockey questions. I'll ask CJ 
you know, we talk enough about topics. Like, I like hanging out with you and not just talking hockey. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, I, I don't want to just do that. Right. I just, as you would probably surmise, I, I would never dove headfirst into the rap genre. I mean, that's to each their own, man. That's, that's okay. Like, I actually don't know what, con- like, I know what is very clearly rap, but there's some music that I feel like straddles the line a little bit where there's like rap elements. And so like, I don't know if those artists would count. I don't know. What what, what, are you thinking of any in particular? (laughs) Well, why don't you give me your top five? Oh God. Um, my top five, uh, and then we'll get to break. I promise. Uh, I'm saying this more for producer Dick because he's trying to be like, get on time. Uh, Andre 3000, uh, most deaf, a.k.a. Yasin Bey, uh, Kendrick Lamar, Jay-Z, and uh, Black Thought from The Roots. That's my top five. I would have had Kendrick Lamar. I've heard. Oh, you really- like Kendrick? Yeah, I like, I like, he's like, I like the way he spins the lyrics together. Like, he's clever. Yeah. yeah. I-, I know some people would look at my list and be like, you don't have Tupac or Biggie. And like, they're, they're obviously like goats, but like, you're asking for my top five. Right. Does Eminem count? Yeah, Eminem, Eminem absolutely counts. Because in, in Eminem's five. heyday, like I'm going back 20 years, I was a big yes. fan, and I even went to a couple of shows. Like, oh, I you went to Eminem shows? Yeah, like I'm talking literally like 2001, 2002 era-ish. Like peak um, Eminem. Peak Eminem. I went to one at the Sky Dome. Uh, it was part of, there's a whole bunch of bands there. I wish I could remember our, our acts there, but he was the main event, and I remember being on the floor for that, and that was awesome. That's pretty dope. But I but I mean I can't say that I, I don't remember the last time I've intentionally listened to an Eminem song. It's been fifteen years probably. Fifteen years. But you put Eminem in your top five. That's pretty good. Well, because I don't have an extensive he he's almost there by default, but he's <laughs> better than nothing. <laughs> but I used to listen like in university days, I, I actually have you're you're bringing me to a specific time and place in my memory. Like yeah. I remember when I lived in residence, which I lived just for my first year of university. Yeah, uh, downtown Toronto, and I remember listening to like a ton of Eminem in there. We, I was listening to some Papa Roach back in those days. You remember that band? Damn, you use a Papa Roach. Lincoln Park. I Shout really out Lincoln Park. I really like Lincoln Park in that that same era. Um, Mike Shinoda, who raps on those songs, he counts. Yeah. See, but I mean, again, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not qualified to be an expert. If you know what I'm saying. Okay, well, the, we'll end your list at uh, Mike Shinoda from Lincoln Park and Eminem. <laughs> and Kendrick Lamar. And Kendrick Lamar. That's your top three out of five. The Eiffel well Tower. Well done, CJ. What? Do you know the Kendrick Lamar song with the Eiffel Tower in it? Um, it's it's pretty – it's not safe for uh, – it's not safe uh, for anybody here, but the lyrics Why are... is that – why is that – why is – oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> oh, Oh, right. Backseat freestyle. Yeah. What? <laughs> right. Oh but those lyrics God. are not are not safe for work or for holiday consumption. Time for sports interaction. This segment's over. Welcome to You Can Bet That. Remember to hit up sportsinteraction.com slash SDPN for all of your gaming needs. Uh, no backseat freestyles for this one. We're going to go through the odds of uh, the AFC. The Baltimore Ravens are uh, the betting favorite right now uh, to win the AFC in the NFL. Kansas City and Miami tied for second best odds. Uh, Jacksonville still up there. 
Uh, but uh, 21 to 1, their odds at winning the AFC. And then following after them, the Browns, the Bills. The Bills, by the way, 151 to 1 odds to win the AFC. Bengals, Texans, and Colts right after. What say you? Is it bad that I view the AFC as like a little bit like the National League? In what sense? You need to explain that. It's like the secondary league that I don't pay as much attention to. Oh, right. Because uh, you cheer for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. But also, I just feel like, I don't know. I just grew up watching more NFC games. I mean, the Bills were always on TV and, and they yeah. were a really good AFC team back when I was a kid. Um, but yeah. Anyway, I'd love to see the Jags win it. I got to say, I've got a good buddy, Steven Wino. He is a he's a huge Jags fan of all things. He even found a Jacksonville Jaguars bar in New York City. Really? I mean, that's just proof that New York has one of everything. Yes. Like the fact that there's a Jacksonville Jaguars bar in New York City. Like, it's like. That's insane. Yeah. Like, there's probably a Wrexham bar in New York City, too. Probably. I I think so, considering how popular that show uh, has has grown. It wouldn't surprise me. Something similar. There's one of everything in New York, including a Jaguars bar. And I hope that those fine citizens that don the door at the Jacksonville Jaguars bar in New York city are happy this year. So I'm, I'm picking, I'm going right off the board and I'm saying that it's going to be Jags against my Dallas Cowboys in the super bowl, which will be awesome for me and Steven, because uh, <laughs> that would be the super bowl. None of us asked for or dreamed of, but it's the one we're stuck with. Well, uh, if you want to be like CJ and pick the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are you uh, picking? Head on over- you can't I'll just hang just, me. You can't hang me out to dry and just make me make a pick. I would have just. I mean, <laughs> the Baltimore. Chiefs were just right there for you. Just take the Chiefs. <laughs> take yeah, the Ravens. Like, yeah, but like Kansas City, they have no receivers this year. Like, I don't know. They still uh, got, they, they they got that big Taylor Swift energy though. I'd, I'd probably sooner pick Miami, but even Tyreek Hill being hurt, uh, that doesn't help. I'll just pick Miami for the sake of this. Miami at 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 four to one is who I'm going to pick. I can't Anyways. wait until the Jags take Miami down in the playoffs. Let's go. Okay, you're calling your shot there. Sportsinteraction.com slash SDPN for all your gaming needs, best odds before game, in game, and the best props. Sportsinteraction.com slash SDPN. Big money seizure. Are you ready for the questions? CJ had a dream. <laughs> <laughs> those who know I said know. questions yeah, not I'm ready back, for it not backseat freestyle do you know what i just realized this is our last segment of the year 2023 wow it is anyway it not is. to get all sentimental with you but i'm just saying i'm i am ready oh. for the questions but this is our last chance to put a stamp on 2023 in the cj show let's go bring with the your, bang. bring your best brother let's start off with this question from M.W. Bauer. Julian and CJ, what is your first memory of seeing an NHL game live? Great memory. I, I only, and I say only, everything's relative, but I only went to three games as as a kid or even into my teenage years, NHL games, that is. And the first one I remember very well, my dad came home and someone had given him tickets. And, you know, it's actually not unlike today getting, getting leaf tickets. Uh, we lived about an hour from Toronto is are very difficult or expensive. Um, and so my dad had been given tickets to a Saturday night game against the penguins. And Mario Lemieux was in the middle of his point streak 
that I think he got to 46 games or somewhere in that neighborhood off the top of my head. You can Google while I'm telling the story. Mm-hmm. And the Leafs at that time were absolutely, you know, barely in the league in terms of quality. And so, you know, in my mind, because it's a kid's mind, remember? First of all, it's so cool. I got to go to Maple Leaf Gardens. Like, I, I remember how bright it was, like, walking in the building. Like, I couldn't believe the, the TV lights. Like, it was like... It's like walking into your own imagination in real time or something. And like I and I had this idea of Mario Lemieux as like Superman, right? Like he was like the unbeatable guy. He had a point in every game. And I used to when I was a kid, I used to wake up and watch TSN. It was called Sports Desk at the time. Yes. Uh, it's what's now Sports Center, but essentially it was the highlight show from the night before. And this is how you got all your information, right? And so every as you might imagine at that time, they were always showing, "Oh, Mario's streak, you know, is getting to this game, this game, this game." Anyway, the Leafs who were terrible Got it into the third period and Mario hadn't had a point. And I remember like my brain was like melting. I'm like the Leafs, like they're barely an NHL team and they're going to hold this guy off. But then, uh, but Mario did end up getting a point or a couple points in the third period and extended his streak. But I, I have like a lot of like really vivid memories of that. And, and I have to tell you, Julian, I am not someone who has memories. Like I'm not, I'm just, I, I, it's weird. I just, I don't, I don't have, especially childhood memories. Like I remember some elements of things, but I don't, I don't have a crazy vivid memory, but I have a real vivid memory of that experience. Probably because I was obviously a massive hockey fan. And I mean, you you only get to go to an NHL game for the first time once. And that was pretty cool. So I think that was in 1990 or 91. Anyway, one of those two. Okay. Um, I think I've told this story before. Uh, I won a contest from, Sportsnet, I want to say eight years ago, that uh, basically I won a bunch of different stuff, but uh, I got along with the president at the time, uh, Scott Moore. And in December, eight years ago, actually, we just passed the anniversary of this. uh, He went to uh, Concordia. I was a Concordia student at the time. And he was there because Sportsnet was making this donation to our journalism department. And we chatted and reconnected afterward. And he was like, so what are you doing later? I was like, I don't know. I'm not really doing anything. He's like, do you want to go watch this Canadians game? I had never been to a Canadians game. I'd never been to an NHL game in my life at that point. I was a university student, obviously into hockey, but I had never been to an NHL game in my life. Wow. You have not told this story. Really? I haven't? I feel like it's funny because obviously because of my jobs, I've I've crossed paths with Scott. So for me, it's like full circle. Like I know Scott. It's a great story. Yeah, I, I I I I owe a lot to Scott, to be quite honest with you. Um, but um, yeah, Scott told me, "Hey, come uh, meet me at the Bell Center." And so he, you went with him. I went with him. I that's even and, cooler. And, yeah, we were like at one point we were at like ice level, like from like the Zamboni entrance, like watching part of the game. We were. Uh, he took me to the. Um, one of the broadcast booths where uh, Dave Randorf was calling the game, so I got to like watch the game from that area. There was another area where we were watching from, uh, I guess, one of the Rogers suites. I guess it was a really nice suite. We were going to all these different spots. We were watching from the production truck, which was, that was actually really cool. Because it's it's this quiet truck and all these different screens and all these different producers are trying to get this camera in, this camera in, show that thing. I think at one point we were in the truck as like PK Subban had the puck at the point and he lost possession and the Bruins had scored on a breakaway. And, like, it was just wild seeing that play out in real time. That was the very first time I ever went to an NHL game, and that experience stays with me forever. 
Yeah, are you kidding? It's like if you never went to another game, like you got you got years worth of experience in one night. Yeah, I did. I was very lucky that night. That's cool. Yeah. I thought I've told this story on the show before. You've probably told it on one of your other shows, but I, I that's the first I've heard of it. I feel like I'd remember that just especially because I know Scott and yeah. had to do some contracts with him over the time and that kind of thing. Yeah, we had we had lunch that day and I don't remember if we had dinner later on that night, but like that day was that like I thank you, Scott Moore. I don't know where you're at right now, but thank you for that day. That was really awesome. Uh I, say, I should let's... thank him too because he's played a huge part in my career helping me, you know, get me going too, even though he didn't uh, take me to a hockey game. Yeah, well, I mean it's that cool. year that's twenty fifteen cool. w- without getting too sentimental about it, twenty fifteen is a very important year in my life. And that capped off that year. Anyway. Uh, from Wake Up Spoon on Twitter, what would you do if you woke up with the legs of a goat? <laughs> so that's a real question. That's a real question. How much do you know about goat legs? Uh, not much, to be quite like, honest with you. I know they have four legs. Yes. So I guess I'd just walk around with four legs instead of two. But, like, you wouldn't be, like, alarmed. You wouldn't be like, ah, goat legs. I'd probably still think I was dreaming still, right? Probably. I thought you were going to say something funny like, oh, I would just walk around like normal because I'm the goat. No, I would be, uh, no, I, I'm not that witty. I'd actually probably, if I'm being honest, like, if this actually was a thing that happened, I would probably be most worried. I'm like, how am I going to keep my run streak alive with these goat legs? <laughs> <laughs> that would actually probably be like among, if not my first thought, my it would be my thought. Oh my god, that's a good answer. I'll take that. I like. Uh, I would be like, how am I going to run with this? Like, I don't even know how to work these things. I mean, yeah, geez. It, can it, I can I fit in my New Balance shoes with these hooves? Or I I don't know if you're going to need those shoes where you're going, brother. I don't think yeah. you're going to need those shoes. But I probably would have like that would be my first moment of reckoning before I even processed everything else. I'd be like, what the heck am I going to do? <laughs> The streak dies at 1,300 and whatever days. Is it actually at that point now? Yeah, I passed 1,300 days in November. I don't know the exact number today, but it's like 1,340-ish. CJ, CJ2K, I mean, you're going to need a couple more years for that, but I would love CJ2K to be at Well, that. think about it this way. This is crossed into my mind with where I'm at in December now. I'm just a matter of days away from completing the whole calendars, 2021, 2022, and now 2023, where I didn't miss a day. And then I stretch back into half a year back into more than half a year back into 2022. So anyway, this isn't really about my running. I'm just saying that that would be my first thought is like, how am I going to run with these legs? That's a pretty good answer. From Aluminum Easton, what's your go-to hotel breakfast buffet item? Waffles, cereal, an orange? The bacon? I don't know why they've uh, specified the bacon. The bacon. The bacon. Does it have to be from that list? Because I'm going to go off the board. I don't think it has to be from the list. So I I really very, 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 very rarely eat breakfast. Um, yes. But, but that's one been established. Of my, right. But one of my favorite things is if I'm like traveling, especially in Europe, where I just find they tend to just as a whole have like amazing breakfast spreads when you stay at a hotel there. I love eating uh, like the the cold cut meats and like cheeses in the morning, which is like, very strange because there's an easy answer. You could be like, well, why don't you just buy that stuff and make it at home? I don't know. There's something about being like in a hotel in Europe 
with like the proper bread. And like, I just like having like a couple slices of the meat. And so like, I like going, I like eating basically what I would say is decidedly not a breakfast food, but since they serve it for breakfast, I guess it is a breakfast food or like even like smoked salmon or something like that, which is maybe a little more smoked salmon's good. Yeah. It's more like associated with the breakfast food, but that if I'm at the right hotel and usually if I'm on vacation, you know, not, not so much if I'm on a working trip, I love like having like a lazy breakfast and eating all that stuff. Uh, you heard it here first, people. CJ would rather fly to Europe for breakfast than make some at home. No, I just, yeah. Just, <laughs> dude, you, when you find something that works for you, you just stick with it. And so I'm not, I'm not a breakfast eater by, by nature. Okay. Uh, from Ronak, I can't really pronounce it, but this is from Discord. Hey, CJ and Julian. Are you guys thinking of planning a live show in the GTA region anytime soon? Would love to see one of the SDPN shows live and see you two bicker about food choices. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I don't want to speak out of turn. I know there's been some talk about the All-Star Weekend in Toronto in February, first week of February, there being some kind of SDPN event. I don't know if that's a show, but I think I think they want us to appear somewhere. I, again, I don't know if we'll be doing a show or not. So I guess to answer the spirit of the question, there's nothing that I know of specifically 100% that is being planned, but I think that there's going to be some kind of meetup in the first week of February involving the SDP crew and, and probably the SDPN more broadly. And so, and I think we'll be there. I know you're going to be in Toronto. I, I will be here. around. Yes, I will be. So around. I don't know if it's quite a live show, but certainly there'd be an opportunity to meet us and I'd love to shake your hand and get to know you. So Please come out when we do that. And and if we do, and we should do a live show at some point. I mean, the truth is yeah. we're just not in the same place too often. And so there's a lot of logistics. We kind of have to line up the moon and the stars and figure it out and actually plan it and get a venue and all this stuff. But I, I love doing yeah. live events. Like, honestly. Yes. I So I don't know if you were ever part of the Hockey Talks um, events, but the guy named Kevin Kennedy in Toronto started them. I'm going to say now seven, eight years ago, maybe. And he put me on a panel and it, it just went well. And then I was on all of his shows that would be around Toronto. In fact, I went across the country with him. We did four shows in four days in four Canadian cities, Toronto, Winnipeg, no, Winnipeg, Calgary, Edmonton, Vancouver. Um, and that was really cool. But I loved the live event. Like I felt it was like the closest I got to being a rock star. You're not really a rock star. It was generally like a hundred people or less in, in a, you know, in a sports bar that would that come for hockey talk, but it was so much fun. Like the energy of a crowd. And I feel like, I feel like I, I always tell like a little, I, I, I save my best stories for those kind of events. Cause like my thinking used to be, if someone's going to read my content, say at the athletic, or maybe listen to what I say at TSN or even download our episodes. Like I appreciate all that. But if you're going to come out on like a Tuesday night in February and pay 20 bucks to get in the door, whatever the cost is, and then, you know, be buying beers that cost more than they would be, you know, that you could just have at home in your fridge. I'm like, I feel like you've really gone above and beyond to to be there. And so I feel like there's there's an onus on the performer or the information giver or whatever. I guess we're a bit of both in that role to give a little bit more. So I always and then they started recording them and I regretted that I some of the stories I told. But anyway, I'm I'm really make on a jokes. Then we make jokes about uh your uh flora and fauna. Right. There's a few others if you if you were at a puck talk circa like two thousand eighteen, you probably heard a couple of my stories you might know what i'm talking about but anyway we should do a live show is that's a long way of saying thank you for the question come meet us at all-star weekend and let's do a live show julian 
Absolutely. I'm down. Let's put that on our, let's put that on our like goals for 2024. Like it doesn't have to be at the top of your list, but like, let's put that somewhere on the list of like things you want to achieve next year. Uh, do you, are you into vision boards? That's that, that's on my fictional vision board. No, I, I, I think I like the idea of a vision board. I don't have one. I've never used one, but I definitely am big into goal setting. And I think it's like really cool to write down your goals and revisit them. It's There's like a weird, like, I mean, I'm not a religious man or anything. There's just like a weird mystical power to putting pen on paper for what you want to happen. And, uh, I probably, I think I've told this on a past episode, but I guess it's deep enough again. Like I did this, I, I think I actually did it when my mom was sick. So I think I did this in about 2015 and I tried really hard. I had, so I was sitting around a lot cause my mom was in hospital for, mm-hmm. you know, weeks at a time, months at a time. And so like, I had like a lot of time to think and, you know, basically obviously a lot going on. And I, um, I decided like, I got to think of really big goals. Like these can't be just like, I want to lose 10 pounds in the next three months, which don't get me wrong. That's a great goal, but like, it's very achievable, right? I mean, if you set out to do it, it's easy. And so I wrote down some ones. And at that time I was not running at all. And, uh, I had put one of the goals was I want to break my personal best in the marathon, which at that time I'd run seven or eight years before. Like it was a long time. Like it was like a goal that I wasn't even started down. And then lo and behold, I ended up doing that. And like, just like stuff like that, like there's just something magical about writing that, that stuff down. I think it kind of like you either, it, psychological like subliminally start taking steps towards it or something like that anyway i'm all over the board here but i i haven't done it yet for 2024 but i i'm overdue to sit down and set some more of those big goals that's really well said and, and the key uh, is honestly yeah. this is the only thing i've learned you gotta write them down i'm not saying you have to show you have anybody to i'm not no. even saying you have to tell anybody you did it but you gotta know and it's gotta be on paper because sometimes it sounds weird your life gets busy and two years pass and you forget you, you sort of remember, Hey, I remember doing goals, but you might not remember what they all were. And it's really cool to look back that particular one. And I won't get into the other ones. I had, I had five or six and they all happen within like a five year period or six year period. So, um, and don't be too scared. Like don't it's cause it's almost, you feel silly. Like you do. I don't know why you're almost like, this is ridiculous. But like, yeah, but they're go, your goals at the end of the day. But like go the the big, day, man. Yeah. Like, don't be yeah. like, don't do the safe one. Like, well, I want to make ten thousand more dollars in five years. It's like, no, I want to be a millionaire or whatever. Like, like, don't be afraid. And I'm and look at and I'm not telling you that should be one of your goals. It's just whatever is like really deep down, like something cool you want to do. Like, it, the cooler the better. Like, the more outlandish the better. Put it on paper, and you'll be amazed what happens. Not gonna lie, I thought making ten thousand dollars in the next few years was pretty good. Yeah, sorry. And again, I'm not, it just doesn't have to be, that was the other thing that I, so this is, this is my own personal thing. It yeah. does have to be money. These, I should be clear. These are not necessarily monetary goals at all, but I like them to be measurable goals. Like, and so like, I think it's good to put a specific, if it is money for you, or if you want to buy a certain thing, like I think the more specific, the better, because you got to measure whether you actually did it or not at the end of the day. That's well said. I can't wait to read out this next one. This might be the. <laughs> so I went from goat legs to giving everyone a pep talk about goal setting. I would love to know how you respond to this one from Thumpy Loudfoot. Us as a species, 100 years from now, if we exist, do we live in a RoboCop 80 style future where everything is dirty and has an R rating, but marketed to kids? Or have we figured shit out? and live in a Star Trek-type utopia? And if hockey doesn't exist, why is there still Leafs fans? Because the Leafs have branched off into pickleball, and there's now professional pickleball is the biggest sport in this futuristic world. 
And so that's why there's Leafs fans. They're, they're cheering for a different sport. I'm, I'm an optimist, man. We're going to, we're going to figure it out. Um, I really believe actually that I don't deny that there are all kinds of problems in this world, but there's so many people working for solutions and our collective imagination has taken us literally from, you know, undomesticated animals as a species to what you see today. And that's involved all kinds of evolution before anyone could imagine flying a plane or, or basically having lights on in your house at night through electricity or any number, you know, penicillin at one point, like, like just massive breakthroughs that have allowed society to thrive and live longer and, and live better. And again, it's not a straight line, but I, I believe that if we're going like 80, hundred years in the future or whatever the exact number was that we're going to be in a better place as a as a society, I just might not be here to see it. It's a very optimistic way of looking at things, CJ. How about this one from Andrew Opria 28? <laughs> I know how this is going to go. Leafs, Dubis, mystery trade. We've waited long enough. No, you haven't. <laughs> I, I will decide. I question, so yeah. I will decide when you've waited long enough. Damn, and... okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I'm not kidding in that I'm not going to tell you yet. Good things come to those who wait. I think that I have mentally set that once this player, the main player that I was referencing in that trade, is no longer an active NHL player, then I'll go there. So the player is, is active. That's a stat. That's, that's one more little, like, for those that were, like, cross-referencing every friggin' roster at the time with whatever, I can't remember the exact details I gave out. But yes, this is which still involves an active player. And I also I like the fun of this stuff. I think sometimes it's it's the journey, it's not the destination, man. Like once I tell you who it is, you're gonna go like, oh, okay, whatever. But like it's kind of fun that that somehow I made one cryptic reference like four years ago on a podcast and people still bring it up. Imagine the people who still wonder about uh Jeff Carter's middle name. I see that his wife Megan is uh promising yeah, to, the other day. to share that. So maybe one day we'll know. Maybe uh, it'll be in 2024. Who knows? Proceed so forward much. with hope. Thanks so much for sending in questions, everyone, for Ask CJ as we wrap up of Year of Our Lord 2023. Um, any final words before we turn off the lights for this great year, CJ? No, it's been awesome, man. Appreciate you. I appreciate producer Nick and the STP guys to give us a chance to do this. And it's been an awesome year. I can't wait for an even better 2024. I hope you have a safe New Year's Eve. I personally am sitting home on my couch. Will be it, it's not a I'm not not getting dressed to the nines. No fancy parties. No big dinners. Just uh, probably going to bed early and waking up and going for a run on January 1st and starting another year the way uh, I spent many days this year. Uh, the Flames played on New Year's Eve last year, and I believe the game was late enough where I rang in the New Year in the media lounge, writing a story off that game. Uh, I believe the Flames play a little bit earlier on New Year's Eve. So at the very least, I too uh, should be on my couch ringing in the new year. Or, hey, maybe I'm sleeping. Who knows? No, go out, man. You're young. Yeah, I mean, I should. But, like, I don't know. I, I don't know where the Paint party's the at. Paint the sea of red. Red. I don't know. Where, where's the party at? If, if, if you got cool parties up in Calgary for New Year's Eve, let me know. I'll give uh, you my buddy James Watts' number. He's usually got a good party going at his house. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll crash this party. Bring some Hawaiian pizza. That's that's all you're gonna need for the price of admission. Ooh, I'd rather bring the floor. I'd rather bring the stuff you had with them. 
<laughs> all right. Anyway, be safe, anyway. buddy. That's all I'm saying. And thanks for a great you year. Too, and be, let's let's yeah, have man. a hopeful, amazing 2024. And uh, thank you to everyone. Uh, first off, thank you, CJ. And I wish that to you as well. Nothing but the best for you uh, coming up in 2024. And I wish that to uh, all of our listeners and uh, viewers. Uh, keep rocking with us. Great content coming. And uh, the train's not going to stop, man. For CJ, I'm Julian. So long. Happy New Year. The Chris Johnson Show. Powered by Sports Interaction, your homegrown sportsbook. Always remember to bet local. Inside the game, twice a week. Follow Chris on Twitter, at Reporter Chris. And follow Julian McKenzie, at JK and McKenzie. The Chris Johnston Show.